0: And we're back with another episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. I am Jason. I'm Amanda. And we're on part six of our Chris Chan saga here on the Carolina Snowflakes. We're talking about Chris Chan. Where well, we last left off, things were getting pretty weird. Chris had <laughs> become a tomboy or tom girl, Right, Yep. And his house burned down. And oh,
1: right, the Keurig in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, the Keurig, the coffee maker in the bathroom burn the house down. He ran over Michael Snyder twice. And Him went, and his mom. And his mom. She <laughs> assaulted the cops. Yeah. And things have just kind of gotten pretty crazy. Yeah. That was sort of where we 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 left off things. It was it was getting off the rails, and I promised it was gonna get even weirder. And it is. It's gonna get even weirder. So we're gonna start with August. 2014 he's dating this girl now named Catherine. they've been talking online it was another one of those Catherine is actually a troll but chris doesn't believe Catherine's a troll oh no Catherine has a british accent okay and her and her cousin show up her quote-unquote cousin show up to chris's house to go on a date with chris and they go to applebee's and they record the entire date gets recorded and it's a pretty funny series of events because she's british and the guy playing her cousin has like a southern american accent like really like a someone from the south it's like you like tennessee yeah like sounds like me <laughs> and she's british so it's really funny because it's like <laughs> wait a minute I, how is she? but how is that her cousin i don't know but the whole date's recorded they talk about they talk about chris's ideas and his comic books then they talk about Chris talks about wanting to be in an open relationship with Catherine because they live far away, so they want to have an open relationship. So they have a lot of talk about.
1: So does she, did she tell him that she's like she flew over from Great England. Britain? Yes, really. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh huh. And then they talk about the house fire because that's kind of on Chris's mind. And then they talk about the trolls and the history of Chris getting trolling, and he explains everything to her. It's long, and it's crazy, and the whole thing is recorded. And it's at Applebee's, so you can hear people talking in the yeah, background. You clanking can hear them of
1: dishes, order
0: their and... food. It's it's nuts. But the whole uh-huh. thing's recorded. Then they go from there. Chris offers to for them to come see his house that burned down. So, of course, they're like, yeah, we want to see that. So they go with Chris to Chris's house that's been burned down, and he talks about that. And that's all recorded. And then they go to Chris's new rental house. And talk to Barb. And all that's recorded.
1: They actually met Barb. Uh-huh. Wow. And
0: she's talking. She really likes Catherine. They really like her. They think she's going to be a great fit for Chris. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not going to work out. So now now, when I promise things were going to get weird, the next really big thing that happens in Chris's life, there's some more stuff with Christine. But the next big thing is Chris reveals on Facebook in September that um, he has gotten his perineum pierced. Wow. <sighs>
1: His taint. His
0: taint. He he has pierced <laughs> his taint to give Why? himself so that he can pleasure a girl, um, with les like a, the way lesbians do. It's called tribut- tributism, a way that lesbians have sex, colloquially called scissoring. Uh. And so he gets a piercing on his taint that he calls his unclit, that so that he can have lesbian sex with women.
1: But he still has a penis.
0: Yeah, and so he buys a strap on. And takes the dildo out of it, and he wears that to con- conceal his penis so that he can now have lesbian sex. That's what he's going for. <laughs>
1: With his taint. Yeah.
0: I really wish you guys out there in the audience could see the look on Amanda's face <laughs> right now.
1: I'm sure it's, it's perplexed. <laughs> it's very...
0: It, I'm sure it's how they're feeling <laughs> as well.
1: I don't... Well,
0: okay. So I told you it was going to get weird. Well, no,
1: my qu- I have questions. Mm-hmm.
0: I have answers. <laughs>
1: First of all, and this just may be my own un you know, my own shelteredness, but is getting your taint pierced is that a thing?
0: Uh I don't not really.
1: I didn't I never think heard so. of it. So I've heard of other piercings in that area, but
0: He decided that's what he wanted to do.
1: Well from the commercials I've seen, I hear taints are easily infected.
0: Yeah. That like, that is a concern. People are concerned about this. In fact, at the time, on the Quickie forums, which is the forums where all the trolls go, mm-hmm. the page related to Chris's tape piercing gets up to ninety-four pages or something ridiculous oh, like wow. that. Okay. So the trolls are very interested in this tape piercing. It is a huge topic. <laughs> so clearly, conversation.
1: I am as well. Yeah.
0: So he did do but that. But so
1: there was like there was genuine like people concerned that mm-hmm. he could get an infection yes. there because we know that that's a place you can get infections without piercing. Yes. Interesting. And
0: it's just generally not a good spot for a piercing. I'll tell you what. This is the beginning of the taint saga. It'll continue. So I think some (laughs) of your questions will be answered later. There's
1: a saga? Yeah. Okay.
0: So for now, he's just told everyone, got my taint pierced.
1: Got his taint pierced, put himself in a strap on without the dildo Mm -hmm. so that he can now scissor Uh with women. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Great. Yeah,
0: fantastic. And at this time, this has like been going on for a couple months, but what Chris is doing is making Sonic Shoe medallions and making other little merchandise these things called amiibos. They were little figurines that you could use to play video games. And he's making the the Sonic shoe characters and, and his little medallions and he's selling them on eBay. He's paying a lot of his bills by by making these medallions and stuff and also he's selling them on like ebay kickstarter he's kind of going around the internet and he's also kind of getting kicked out of sites because he's selling wrong or doing things the way he's not supposed to so now we're at like september 2014 and he sends a bunch of emails chris sends out a whole shitload of emails in a row, and they all get leaked because, of course, his email is hacked, so everyone sees every email that he sends. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the emails he sends is to Sega, and he's very furious about Sonic's arms being blue. If you remember yeah. from the the last episode, there's this remake of Sonic, and his arms are blue instead of tan, uh-huh. and Chris is very distraught and he, like, by loses
1: this. he, his shit, makes videos about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And he's now sending emails to Sega. And he's also... <laughs> Dear
1: Sega! He's also... Yeah.
0: He's also decided that... He needs to try to get unbanned from a lot of the places that he's been banned from. Uh, if you've been keeping track by this point, he's been banned from multiple Burger Kings, multiple fast McDonald's, food establishments, yeah. colleges, Walmarts, Target. Target. Mm-hmm. Well, Not
1: to mention, of course, the game store. The game
0: place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's now writing a bunch of emails to try to get unbanned from it. And what he's doing is saying that if they... Because he's now LGBT, Mm. he's saying if they don't unban him, they're anti-LGBT, and that he's going to get the LGBT community to protest these places if they don't let Chris back in. So
1: he's like, what is that, extortion? Yeah, and it's really
0: funny, because this is somebody who up until like a few months ago was completely anti-homosexual and called him homos. Yeah, he was
1: a homophobe himself. And was
0: completely homophobic. He switched... And in the few months' time since he switched, he's now decided that anyone who's opposed to him is anti-LGBT.
1: And so he starts threatening. And
0: so he starts threatening it. Which Mm. is about the lamest thing I think Mm. a person can do. Well,
1: it's also just dirty.
0: It's so wrong and so Mm. gross. And Mm -hmm. I think that's this is... One of the spots where I just Chris loses me and I completely start to not like him again because, you know, there are times in the story when you've wanted to root for Chris. Mm -hmm. But that kind of behavior is so fucking gross to me that I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a complete piece of shit. I forgot, you know, so that that's another time to remember, oh, yeah, Chris is a piece of shit. So during this whole time, the main website that was being used was called the Quickie Forms because Quickie was the website that he was using. Christian Weston Chandler Wiki. Mm-hmm. And the, so it was the Quickie Forms. And the guy who runs the Quickie Forms was a guy named Josh Null Moon. Null is the name, his screen name. The Null, Null is what people call him. Okay. And he's the creator of the Quickie Forms. And he starts to sense at this time that Chris is getting depressed and sad. Chris's videos become very sad around this time period. I mean, his house just burned down. He's lost another sweetheart. He's got his taint pierced. He's but got I mean, a hole in are, his taint. Things are just not going good. And Josh starts to realize, maybe we should focus on some other people. Like, it's fine to troll people, but this one needs to sit for a little while. Yeah, we, and need,
1: to, we need to give this one a break.
0: He starts coming up with ideas like for a website that's just about lolcals in general and not... Sp- just about chris and the name quickie forms gets kind of when when some of the other locals on the site talk about it they mispronounce it as kiwi farms so quickie forms becomes kiwi farms
1: oh i had no idea
0: that is why it's called kiwi farms interesting because i've
1: heard i've heard of kiwi farms yes
0: kiwi farms is a website that trolls tons and tons of people and has lots of locals on it and the, the name came from, originally, it was the Quickie Forums, and it was only for trolling Chris. Mm-hmm. But they started... Mispronouncing. When there was, yeah, and when there was lulls in Chris's story around this time, they started targeting other people and trolling other people. And they would get mad and yell about the, the, the Quickie Forums, but it sounded like they were saying Kiwi, Kiwi Farms. Farms. So he creates the Kiwi Farms website to kind of focus people a little bit away from Chris because he was sensing things were getting awry. So Null is somebody who... He's a troll, but he's got Chris's kind of interest at heart a little bit. At least he wants to be able to troll him more.
1: And I also saw an opportunity to open up to mm-hmm. trolling more.
0: Expand the brand. <laughs> more people. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, Expand the brand. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's all about branding. Yeah,
0: so around 2014 is when Kiki, uh, Quickie Farms becomes the website that you know of today. Okay. And also around this time chris finds a facebook page about sonic and his blue arms he's very pissed off about it so he insists on boycotting and he's writing threats on his facebook to sega executives <laughs> like i will slit your throat with my long fingernails if you don't change sonic arms back oh, no. and he starts multiple facebook groups that are designed around keep sonic original sega is i think the name of one of them He's very, very upset about it. He's going into stores sometimes, and he's writing, don't buy this, and he's making, like, fake price tags for the games that hold sticker on the games that say, like, don't buy this. It's not canon. Sonic's arms are not supposed to be blue. Um, And getting kicked out of a lot of places. Well, yeah. Around this time. Surprised
1: he wasn't getting arrested.
0: Yeah, you're really not supposed to do that. But that is what Chris is doing. He talks about on his Facebook about hiding the copies of the game and merchandise in stores for months so that people won't buy it. Mm. It's pretty crazy. Now we get to December 2014, and this is where Chris decides that he wants to start being called Christine. He's now decided he wants to have female pronouns. And he he's now decided that he's transgender. And so it's from this point on, I'm going to refer to Chris as Christine and kind of switch to the, the gender pronouns. Generally, that's the part in the story where people do because this is where Chris starts to ask for it. Up until now, Chris hasn't ever really said, my name is Christine or that I need female pronouns. But okay. now she, she does. So now Christine is she, and Chris is Christine. Okay. Yeah. So we went full now how circle.
1: Did, now how did Christine announce that?
0: On YouTube. Okay. So Which, she
1: made a whole video.
0: It was actually a post, actually. It wasn't YouTube. It was a post. Oh, okay. She, she just posted about it on her Facebook, and some people did some interviews with her and asked her what she would prefer, and that's what she said. So people went, okay, she's Christine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in 2014, Christine Christine says in an email that her taint piercing has migrated and she needs to go get another. Now, I don't know what the fuck that means. So, she...
1: No, wait. Repeat that.
0: Christine says in an email that her taint piercing has migrated and that she needs to go get another.
1: How? How? How do you...
0: I don't know. I don't understand. But somehow on the forums, a close-up photograph of Christine's taint piercing gets leaked. So, so there's a p- oh picture God. of it. I'm not going to show you that picture.
1: <laughs> I don't see why not. You've shown me all kinds of other stuff. Because
0: I haven't looked at it.
1: Oh, you didn't even look no, at
0: it? No, I, I, I drew the line there. Well,
1: I'm trying to figure... Okay, so like, okay, all if right. If you
0: want to Google it or try to find it, in I will the, support you in that no, endeavor.
1: No, we, are not, we are not done with this here. Uh-huh. In the world of piercings, mm-hmm. I know that your body can reject piercings and they can move. Mm-hmm. Is that presumably what has happened here?
0: She describes it as shrinking the area of the pierce. Cause it's like a bar piercing. It's like a bar piercing. And she describes the area in between the bar as shrinking to oh. the point where the piercing won't stay in anymore.
1: Okay. So yeah. So basically her body's rejecting it. Uh
0: huh. Okay. So she wants to go get another one. <laughs> and there's also a picture of okay. it that is leaked around this point.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Right. Great. So that has happened.
0: I told you it was going to get weird.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did.
0: Yeah. This is what I meant. It's it's going to get even weirder. Now, December twi- 26, 2014. December 26, 2014. It's the day after Christmas 2014 and Christine and Barb decide that they're going to go to the mall in Charlottesville. Oh, no. mall, mall in Charlottesville is called Fashion Fashion Square Mall. Barb decides that she's going to have a little bite to eat and Christine decides she's going to go shopping on her own. She had been banned from the GameStop there before, but she decides that she's going to go ahead and take a peek in there because she sees a, a toy that she doesn't have that she really wants. Mm-hmm. And when she's in there, she starts messing with the Sonic Boom games and people the store managers recognize her and they go to tell Christine she has to leave the store. <laughs> and there th- there is audio recorded of the, <laughs> of the incident because someone in there realized, w- who... realized who Christine was mm-hmm. and Filmed this incident, mm. and so the managers are are fucking with her, and she pepper sprays the managers in the store. Wait, of the GameStop, Chris
1: pepper sprays Christine.
0: Pepper sprays the managers of the GameStop. <laughs> oh,
1: no, over
0: Sonic's arms being blue.
1: Imagine
0: <laughs>
1: what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: yeah she really doesn't like Sonic's arms being blue. It really bothers her mm. mhm so that that happens. Chris has to spend the weekend in jail. I was
1: gonna say did the cops show up? Yeah. Yes, the
0: cops were the cops were called. Barb gets taken home by the police. Christine has to spend the weekend in jail. She gets charged with releasing a toxic gas in a public place. Yeah. It's actually kind of bad, uh-huh. It ends up costing her a lot of money, and she's now really in a bad spot. So you don't really hear from her for about a month. Uh, But towards the end of January, she shows back up on Facebook.
1: (laughs) Still ranting, probably. Promoting
0: sending envelopes full of glitter to Sega in attempts to make glitter bombs. Like a vain, horrible attempt to make glitter bombs. So she's now made videos of herself filling up envelopes full of glitter and sending them to Sega to hopefully fix Sonic's arms. Because she doesn't like them being blue. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: And does it, at this point does Barb know that Chris is Christine?
0: Yeah, she does. Okay. Barb sort of accepts it because Barb's getting old and can't really do much of anything. Mm. So in April 2015, Christine, Christine has her court court appointment for the GameStop mace attack, and some <laughs> trolls film her going in and out of the courtroom, <laughs> and they get confronted, and it's kind of funny.
1: She confronts them.
0: No, some other people, some of the guardians of Chris oh. confront, they're called white knights on the forums, mm-hmm. so there are several categories of people that follow Chris. White knights are people that try to help Chris, mm-hmm. and a couple of white knights were there and confront the uh, trolls. Low effort trolls, like these in particular that just showed up at the courthouse to film them, are called Weens, and mm-hmm. the uh, parlets of Christorians. So, you have a couple of weens filming Chris, and they get confronted by a couple of white knights. And that's what happens. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. In April 2015, Christine posts on her Facebook that she thinks women should free the nipples. If you remember, the free the nipple thing was happening around that time. That's completely
1: opposite from where Mm -hmm. she had been before.
0: No, she insists men should wear bras. Women should free the nipples.
1: Oh, so she's changed She wants to reverse it. Because at one point, she said that both men and women should cover their nipples.
0: Yeah, now it's women should have theirs out and men should have theirs covered. I see. She's done a complete 180 on that too. Mm. Which is interesting. Yeah. Cause honestly none of it makes any fucking sense anyway. No. The next thing that happens in the story is Chris finds Christine finds a home. She finds somewhere where people accept her. It's the Impulse Gay Club in Rutgersville. And she goes there, and she starts to frequent it, and she does pretty well for herself for a little while. She's making
1: friends. She didn't get kicked out. She didn't
0: get kicked out. People are accepting her.
1: She didn't mace anyone. Nope.
0: There's a couple videos of her in there dancing. She looks like she's having a good time. She's very happy there. Uh Uh-huh. So, she's been accepted by the LGBT community, at least there, and she's doing pretty well for herself. So, for a few months, that's really all that's going on. She's enjoying herself. She's LGBT. She's out, and she's happy to be her. So, I think it's kind of we working out for a little while then in September 2015 there's a guy who was uh reviewing uh the Sonichu comics on YouTube for a series and he kind of felt bad for making money off of Christine and Christine had said she hadn't written an issue of Sonichu in six years by this point it's been six years since all this trolling we've been talking about has stopped her from making her Sonichu comics Oh. oh, for six years. Mm. And she says she wants to do it again. And she says maybe for $10 a page donation, she'll redo the comics. So he donates $1,000 to her because mm-hmm. he's made money off of her comic books. And says there, there, that'll fund 100 pages. That's multiple new books, which if Christine would have done, it would have been really, really cool. But she doesn't do all of them. But she does start getting back into you at this time. She starts writing and editing and she decides she wants to go back and edit some of the homophobic content out of the old issues of Sonic. Mm-hmm. Because I said I wasn't gonna talk about the comic book that much, but one of the things that happens in the comic book is that Chris's blood is used to cure homosexuality. Oh, That's one of the no. one of the arcs in the comic book. Yeah. So at the time he believed his blood was a cure for Homosexuality, which is offensive on multiple levels. Uh-huh. One, that he is so special that his blood would cure something, two, that it's something that, that, needs, th- to be that needs to be cured, right? And three, that he's so self important that all these comic book characters would use his blood to somehow cure homophobia. So, Christine now,
1: homosexuality,
0: homosexuality, yeah, mm-hmm. to infuse homophobia into people, I guess, mm-hmm. is really what's happening. So, she just like has done a complete 180, so she needs to go back and edit that before she starts on the new comic books. Okay. And so she's going to... I'm going to play a video here where she's going to explain her reversal on homophobia and how Mm. she feels now about it. Okay. So this is another... This is like the 50th Chris Apology video, but (laughs) this time it's Christine, (laughs) and I'm going to play that video for you now.
2: All right. Hello, everybody. Good day. This is uh, Christine Chandler once again coming to you live from home. Well, I've been I've come to the realization that I should I have another apology that I owe to everybody, especially those that have that definitely know the pages and of my, of my later books. I have still yet still months away before I put them on paper publish, but I have updated some of those pages. Uh, but anyway. They uh, were reminiscent and reflective of past homophobia. Anyway, I want I, anyway, you see, when I, when I originally drew and wrote those pages, I was quite homophobic at the time. But then when I came out uh, in July of 2014, I asked myself a lesbian trans woman. I have uh, realized that I am part of the uh, LGBTQ community, and I definitely felt like I fit, I fit in when I went to the Pride Festival in that same year later, after I came out. So anyway, I had since uh, edited those changes and changed, changed the content to uh, away from that, and well, had a cure for homosexuality put in there. Of which I was, re- which was, end up what I came back from the future for. But anyway, I changed that to just essentially preventing a zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse.
0: He prevented the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So she's she's prevented the zombie apocalypse, which is A-p-ap-a-lip. hilarious. Apocalypse. Yes. And she is sad about her past homophobia. Which I think is interesting because it's been like a year since she joined the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And she's already like, yeah, forget about all that stuff I did in the past. That was no big deal. It's like you spent so many years putting this out into the world and we're just supposed to just get over it? Like, right. I don't know. I don't like her take on that at all. I don't know if that's maybe just me being sensitive or what. But,
1: um, Well, I mean, I guess she had... I think her video this video was good intentions, it seemed like and
0: could, could you describe for our audience a little bit about how she appears?
1: I think to be perfectly honest, I felt like she looked happy, mm-hmm. healthy, mm-hmm. like Yeah. She looked better than in previous videos that I had seen. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think she feels more comfortable. You can tell she feels more comfortable in her mm-hmm. skin. Yeah. Uh, her hair is long, but her face is still the same exact face. And yeah, no, voice it's is definitely still...
1: still the same face, still the same looking person.
0: But she does have boobies now.
1: But she looked, um, I don't know, she just looked happy and mm-hmm. calmer even. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, throughout most of this year, this is 2015 we're at now, she's spending most of her time selling those little amiibos and medallions and drawings and all these little things figures that she makes on eBay and basically begging for money. That's what she's doing most of the year. Okay. There is a, a little section that happens in November with, um, so there's this person that's another transgendered person that's Jeff or Francine, depending on how mad Christine is. She'll call her Jeff if she's really mad or Francine if she's not, which <laughs> no. again, she's breaking rules that right. I wouldn't break, but yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. And she accuses them of selling fake, Chris Chan merchandise, it's this whole scandal that happens. It's kind of funny. Chris rages. It is what it is. It's it's something. Then in December, Christine makes some videos about DIY trans advice. So now Christine is talking about like how do you do trans transition from male to female, do it yourself. Mm. And she uses the stuff called Estrogel, which is like estrogen cream for menopause. Uh-huh. And she puts it all over her breasts and she puts vibrating eggs in a bra that will vibrate her breasts. And she says she's gone from a Betty B to a Daria D by the this technology. <laughs> vibrating eggs and estrogen <laughs> gel.
1: Okay.
0: Which I don't think is a good thing to be doing, but I don't know.
1: I mean, not without... I I really don't know. I don't know enough about hormone therapy. Mm -hmm. But I would assume you would want to do it ideally under medical care. Yeah, that's what
0: people tell her. and the doctor? She will eventually go to a doctor, but it doesn't start off that way. She starts off just doing it at home by herself.
1: I mean, I guess if you're on a budget, it might be kind of hard to do. I
0: I guess. I don't know enough about the topic, but I do know that that happens in Christine's story. So... December, she's accusing GameStop of being anti-LGBT. They won't unban her from the GameStop where she maced somebody. I was
1: going to say, isn't this the place where she maced yeah. their employees? Mm-hmm.
0: She says she feels bad about it. And she also doesn't understand why people can't forgive her for things that she did in the past. <laughs> you will. Which is hilarious because she never forgives people. She still harped on people from high school.
1: Uh, and so it's right, really frustrating. having that high school reunion that it's, she wanted remember that? Yeah,
0: it's really frustrating to me <laughs> that she will go on all these rants about how people hold things that she did months ago against her when she hates people from shit they did six years ago.
1: Well, not to mention the things that she does are pretty illegal and mm-hmm. or extreme How many How many GameStop employees have you maced? None. How many game shop store owners have you run over in a van? None. With your mom.
0: None. Right. How many (laughs) fast food places have you been banned from? None. None. Yeah, I know. Well, Christine's special. She's a special person. So now we're in December 2015, and I don't know if you remember, but what was going on in politics around late 2015?
1: That was when Trump announced Mm -hmm. that he was running for president. Mm
0: -hmm. Now Christine first mentions Donald Trump. Oh, no. And what do you think Christine's opinion on Donald Trump would be?
1: Well... You would hope that it would be ew. Yes. But I fear that it maybe was not
0: that. No, she hates Donald Trump. Oh, she well, good. cannot stand Donald Trump. Okay. She goes on full on death threats on Facebook towards Donald Trump. Oh. She literally is threatening Donald Trump's life in 2015. So you got to <laughs> hand her that. She was on the anti Trump train right off the get go. <laughs> Because of the anti-LGBTQ stance that she believes him to have.
1: Well, that he does have. Well, that he
0: does have, yeah. but I mean, she she believes him to have it as well. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting to 2016. She starts talking about how she's not feeling well a lot, how she's dizzy a lot, and people are like, it's all the fucking estrogen. I was going
1: to say, it's probably those hormones you're rubbing yeah, all over your boobs. Yeah, and she goes to
0: the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, that's too much. Don't be doing that. That's why you're not feeling good. Yeah. So Christine did fuck up. In the estrogen department. Uh-huh. In January 2016, Christine makes a lesbian slumber party video, inviting people to come join her in a lesbian slumber party.
1: <laughs> oh, what?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah. No one shows up. Aww. But she does. She does. She does she try to have an open public
1: solo slumber
0: Lesbian slumber party. <laughs> She more she wars more with the Jeff Francine character, and then she starts mentioning a mysterious associate that she has. She keeps telling people to talk to her associate, and that associate will remain a mystery for a long time. Hmm. So from now until many episodes from now, she will have an associate who will not be revealed, but I... I'll, you'll end up finding out who the associate is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Now in she does an interview with a troll who's a guy who pretends to be Sir Arthur Spatchcock, an Ingress entrepreneur, who's going to interview him. He's got a British accent. He interviews Christine about Sonichu and everything, and the interviews are hilarious, and they're long. And it's just this British dude interviewing Christine, talking about Sonichu. It's pretty great. Hmm. They get leaked or put out by whoever the troll was. He does a great British accent. That was like, yeah, it's he sounds like David Attenborough.
1: Well, how do you know that he's not actually British?
0: Well, I'm. Sure he probably is. Yeah. But whoever it is has a, a very excellent voice. I'm saying the voice is like high end quality. Like this dude should be doing voiceovers for British film. Hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe he's interviewing. He, maybe
1: he tried out for that, didn't? They wouldn't take him, so he was like, well, mm-hmm. shit, I'm gonna,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna troll Christine instead.
0: So, now we're at the end of January 2016, and um, a thing happens where trolls keep sending mail that's addressed to PewDiePie, um, who's Felix, I can't ever say his last name, but he's a (laughs) Swedish YouTuber that goes by PewDiePie, who's, Uh at the time, was the number one YouTuber in the world. Yeah. And people were sending his mail, or mail address to PewDiePie to Christine, in bulk. And Christine puts out a video being like, stop sending me PewDiePie's mail. (laughs) And they were doing it to try to get PewDiePie to notice Christine. I see. And PewDiePie did notice Christine. Uh Uh-oh. And was going to make a video about Christine. And then once he got pretty deep into it... Oh, PewDiePie realized he didn't want to go into that shit storm, and he shit-canned the idea.
1: Well, probably because Christine would have found a way to sue him. Yeah, it would or have been bad. to get money out yeah. of him.
0: And say what you want about PewDiePie. He was smart enough not to step into that shit storm, and it yeah. was probably the right fucking move.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he made it to number one and got as rich as he did. <laughs> yeah,
0: because he knows not to do shit like that. Right. But he thought about it. Because he saw people wanting him to address her, and he was like, oh, no, give I'm the not people good. what they want." Yeah, no, he didn't do that. Which, again, uh, say what you want about PewDiePie, that was the that was the smart move. And then, right before we cut it off in this episode, we're going to end it with Barb going to court for the first time. This is going to happen a few times for unpaid debt. She has fined uh, four thousand fine dollars for unpaid debts. Chris and Barb's money situation is now going downhill. They don't really have an income and Chris is making money. She's making money only from selling her shit and whatever limited pension that they get from the government.
1: So Chris doesn't qualify for like disability? She
0: does get disability. It's $800 a month. She calls it her tugboat. That is Mm -hmm. the word she uses for it. But the tugboat doesn't pay enough of the bills and whatever Barbara gets isn't enough. And so the only other source of income they have is the shit that They're selling online that they're constantly begging for Mm. people to buy, which kind of starts to get old because the amount of begging for money they do gets ridiculous. And Christine puts on a very whiny voice. She's like, come on, please buy my stuff. And like, that's not attractive to anybody, but that's the strategy they go with. Just whining and begging on the Internet, literally. Uh, So it's pretty bad. Mm. and. Their money situation's just going down the shitter, and it's just going to keep going down the shitter. And this, the whole story's going to get even weirder, but we have gotten to some of the weird stuff. I feel like the taint piercing's pretty weird.
1: That's, um, yeah, something.
0: That's yeah, something. So now Chris has been being trolled now for, I don't know, we're in 2016, this shit started in like 07. So Chris has been being trolled for a decade now, mm-hmm. and... Chris has turned into a completely different person from the person that we started off this podcast talking about. She's now Christine. Right. So take that for what it is. Hmm. And shit has gotten real weird and will continue to get weirder. And to find out what happens next, you're going to have to listen to uh, next week's episode. It will be part seven of the (laughs) Chris Chan saga. The story's going to take a minute. But we're getting there. Hey, we're in 2017 or 2016 now. You know. We're, we're, we're getting close to modern times. We've made it this far. we got to continue on. So thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next week for more in the Chris Chan saga.